Right, I think anyone who comes to Crufts would agree with me that uh, one of the main spectacles I think that we get to see here, especially down in the main arena, is agility and someone is standing in front of me who's pretty good at agility with her three dogs and that person is Rebecca Sargent. Rebecca great to see you on uh, day two you're saying you're not competing though until Sunday. No today I'm socializing and shopping so getting all of my equipment and all of my (laughs) um, dog treats and uh, all of my goodies ready for the coming season it's really the best place to get them with having so many trade stands here Um, and obviously it's a chance to watch the agility Um, it's all also a chance to have a look at the course and how the how the course is actually running so whether the dogs are skidding on the uh, carpet because obviously it's not a surface that my dogs or any dogs in agility are actually used to running on uh, normally we run in indoor equestrian arenas or we run on grass so it's a very different that surface. surface makes a big difference well let, yeah. let, let's talk about products just what type of products are you talking about that you need to do agility because from someone sitting in the stands they had the course laid out that they would be familiar with but what type of products are we talking about Rebecca that you or the dog would need to take part in agility well I think it depends kind of what level um, what level you're looking to do it at I mean one of the most important things um, here is is the dog food Um, you know obviously from waking up in the morning to giving the dog the right fuel for the day when you're going out for a competition Um, but also there's lots of fitness and conditioning equipment that you can that you can get your hands on so like um, balance cushions and you know little little paw pods that you can you know you can help condition the dogs and help to keep them fit and um, injury free really it's all about injury prevention Uh, so from from the you know the, the very basics of giving your dog the right fuel um, and the right food to feed not just his muscles but his brain because obviously when they're doing agility they are you know they're using brain stimulus and um, muscle memory so it's important that we give it you know the right yeah. the right Im- input to enable them to give us the right output and the wolf tucker range is important to your 100%. dog they? because again the right food that again as you're saying that your dogs are taken on board makes a big big difference to how they perform and their overall you know their overall performances absolutely um 100 agree with you and when we're asking our dogs for this max power max level of concentration at this kind of level you know at cross it's the greatest dog show in the world so it's the one that everybody wants to win so when we're asking our dogs for that level of output it's absolutely key to get the input 100 right but that's not just saying that wolf tucker um you know or the right type of dog food for your dog is the same it, it can be different to what you feed an agility dog because just like humans if you're just you know if you if you're not an athlete you still have to eat the right types of things to get the best out of your day you know you have to hydrate well eat the right levels of protein carbohydrates um, and fat it's exactly the same for a dog so whether you're a pet dog um, who, who has got no aspirations to compete in agility it still has to have the right um input to have the right level of output for you as a, as a pet owner so yeah. it, it really doesn't matter that you know that the, that they're agility dogs it's just about giving them the right source um, of ingredients and the right source of input really and again that uh, the course surface uh, yes. out there there's not a lot you can do about that when you come to cross and i think it fairly much stays the same doesn't it but it does vary out there doesn't it and obviously the course varies and again you getting that familiar picture of the course in your mind is essential isn't it 
Yes, it is. It's a big part of the mental preparation for competing in agility. So um, the surface at Cross in the main arena, I must admit, it's not always been great. Um, they did update it uh, before last year and got us a new surface, which I have to say is a marked improvement. So big thumbs up to the Kennel Club for doing that for us. Um, but yeah, the, the surface, it does, it does impact. And what we try and do is we would try and go somewhere where they would potentially have a similar surface just to give the dogs a little bit of a refresh or if the dogs have never been there before um, to get the dogs used to running on the surface and indeed the handlers because if the dogs are what we call wheeling um, yeah. around the corners it's obviously going to affect <laughs> your timing yeah, very as a handler so. as well so there's lots of different factors that you would have to consider when you're you know when the dogs are running on the surface if they're not as they would be on grass and if you've done all of your training on grass your timing when the dogs are committing to a jump and travelling to the next jump will be slightly different than it would be at Crufts because they would be wheeling and so it take really longer. varies doesn't it Can yeah. we let's talk about the, the three dogs I believe that you have got what are their names oh so I've got Daisy May who is um, she's a beagle cross she's yeah. a rescue she's now 13 bless her so she just does the any size classes um, which and the veteran classes which is a, you know it's a fun class that is put on but let me tell you it is ferociously competitive in those veterans yes um, so she really enjoys coming to the shows to socialise and it's a really big part of her life and um, so she's responsible for getting me hooked in agility unfortunately yes which um, goes back how far, if you don't mind me asking, Rebecca? Um, I've been doing agility for nine years now. So I, if I'm honest, I'm a regular, I, I'm a bit of a newcomer to this. Um, there's some people who've been doing it for, for sort of 20, 30, and we're celebrating 40 years of agility. That's right, exactly, here at here Cross, across so, this year, aren't we? Yeah, it's a, so I am a relative newbie, to be honest. Um, but yeah, so I started with Daisy, um, with Daisy May, um, and then I've also got Luna, who is um, a four-year-old Border Collie. Uh, she's currently uh, competing in the novice classes, which is specially designed for dogs at you know the lower grades. And then uh, I've got Dolly, who is um, a Border Collie as well, and she is an agility champion. So she is the highest level um, that you can get in agility. Um, the grades run from grade one to seven. So Luna's a grade four. Uh, Daisy May is competing or was competing at grade six and then Dolly is an agility champion yeah, which is grade seven. The are a little bit good aren't they speed wise yes. as far as uh, agility is concerned. Yeah a little fries. Just on agility as a sport as you say with Croft celebrating 40 years of agility. Um, it's a, amazingly good mentally physically for both the dog and the handler isn't it? Oh it so is and it's very rewarding from every aspect so we have a show season obviously where we've got cross qualifiers um, but the social side is incredible and there's lots of people who go you know because they join a club so when they go to the shows they can go by themselves so I travel very often I mean mum started coming with me more recently but very often I would travel to the show by myself because you meet up with lots of people who yeah. you train with there so the social side is fantastic backstage it seems to be good I was surprised you yeah. were saying about when you get to the more senior levels that it becomes quite competitive because I'm, when I've watched here at, here at Crufts uh, on many occasions there seems to be a great camaraderie out the back you know with all of the competitors and it don't Get, don't let me get this or put this the wrong way but it doesn't seem to matter who wins I know it does but there's a lovely you know a lovely camaraderie out the back oh it's fa it's absolutely fantastic and the common goal that everybody's got is that everybody wants to have fun 
everybody wants to have fun yeah. with their dogs and, and the, the most, dogs enjoy themselves the most important thing is that the dogs are having fun yeah. so if you've had a really a really good run with your dogs um you know everybody wants you to to do well and reap the rewards of that you know get going out on a you know at six o'clock because i work full time so going out at six o'clock in the morning walking my dogs in the middle of winter you know when you've got a really competitive dog and a really good dog it's hard work you know keeping up that yeah absolutely so and everybody appreciates that so I think there is an amazing camaraderie in the in the dog world, in the dog agility world, definitely. But it, it is competitive, yeah. Superstar Everybody wants to win. So again, you're competing on Sunday yes. in what? Uh, I'm in the medium championship class. Okay. So um, we will be... with Dolly? Yes, with Dolly, yeah. We've got two rounds. So one is about half past nine in the morning, I think. Uh, one is about half past 11. So we've got two rounds. And then the top so many dogs I think it's four it was four or five last year um, the top so many dogs go through then to the final which is in the evening I think that's aired on TV yeah. so um, that's a really good one to get in okay so you're here on the Friday and like you say doing a bit of prep and a bit of uh, yes uh, research research <laughs> and that will really help you won't it again looking yeah. ahead to a Sunday yes as, um, what they've done also they've actually changed the, the layout of the where the benches are towards the main arena um, so it's actually really good just to familiarise myself with the surroundings so when I arrive on Sunday I kind of know what to expect and it's not it's all part of the mental preparation um, that nothing's a surprise so yeah, yeah. Oh, you know all the changes that have gone on I've kind of oh I've seen all of that so we can just get on with it. Well, we wish you all the best on Thank Sunday you. and someone was telling me as well before I let you go Rebecca that you used to be in the equine world a little bit of equestrian work and dogs and the equine world work closely together or they seem to come closely together what was the transformation taking you from doing the equestrian stuff to to agility? Um, I think with the equestrians, well, to be quite frank, all of my horses were injured. <laughs> um, <laughs> you had to find another, yeah, another sport, another outlet. Well, I just had to, I was going stir crazy at home, so I had I had three horses, and one had a virus, one had a bad back, and one had um, a pulled tendon, so it was just a real series of unfortunate events, and they were all on rest, um, recuperating and receiving treatment, and Daisy May was actually becoming quite unruly, so um, we decided that, you know, we needed to take her because she was just a regular sort of farm dog. You know, she would just live on the yard with me. And um, we decided to take her to a, a behavioural class, so like an obedience class, doing my Good Citizen um, Bronze Award. Yeah. And then they just happened to be doing um, an agility beginners course when I'd finished. So I joined it and the rest, as they say, is history. Is history. It's, um, and do you recommend anyone who's got a dog, if they're not into agility, look at it, wouldn't 100%, you? 100%. Even if you don't want to compete, um, you know, it's not it's not all about the competition. I completely get that. Um, but it is so good for your relationship with your dog. Um, it's so good for the mental stimulation. Um, it's so good for the physical aspect of it. You know, my dogs can go out walking for a few hours and they can still come back in the house and be ready to play um, but when they've been training uh, agility we only train for 40 minutes intense training and they're absolutely shattered it's it's a real difference and it's the difference between regular exercise and proper brain stimulus okay. it's it's really good and it helps keep the owners fit it as well. certainly does <laughs> as well but you've got a bit of a dodgy leg i must say, tell people I this is this have. is radio so what happened there that wasn't doing agility was it no it wasn't but i was running um trying to get a little bit fitter for agility and i joined my local running club 
um, and was actually following the Couch to 5K programme. Um, I've actually ended up with a stress fracture on my leg, which was diagnosed Great. in January. So, um, yeah, we're not you're, as... You're saying you can still compete on Sunday? We will be giving it 100% on Sunday. We're not just out there to... You know, dally you've got about. one of those strap boots on, but you're going to take that off, get the trainers yep. back on, yep. a few painkillers, and you think you can get through. I know I can. You can get yes. through. I love that determination, <laughs> Rebecca. It's fantastic, yes. which is great to see. Well, again, all the very best. It's lovely Thank to catch you. up uh, with you here at uh, Crufts, and uh, we hope that Sunday goes well. Um, yeah, thank you so much indeed for talking to me here at Crufts, Rebecca. Cheers. Thank you for having me. Thank you.